0: this scripture has been fulfilled in your hearing. That was the teaching from the carpenter's kid in Nazareth. Not someday, not keep waiting on God to deliver you, but now, today, Jesus claims, is the year of the Lord's favor. The Spirit of God was upon him, anointing him to bring good news to the poor, relief to, to captives, recovery of sight to the blind an end to oppression and the year of the Lord's favor. Now, the year of the Lord's favor was possibly a reference to the Jubilee, which God commanded the people of Israel in Leviticus 25. Every 50th year for the people of Israel was the Jubilee year, which was the year of rest for the land in which the people couldn't actually work the land. They didn't plant, they didn't harvest, they didn't till, God simply promised to bless the land so that it would provide for them in abundance. And then the people ate whatever the land provided. Additionally, in the Jubilee year, debts were forgiven. In the 49 years before each Jubilee, if anyone fell on hard times, they could go and live with their kinsmen, and they would become their kinsmen's servants being cared for by their kinsmen, and then living as an indentured servant. There was no interest, no penalty. It was a way such that those who couldn't support themselves were cared for by their relatives, but not as a free ride. Those being cared for then contributed to the household where they were being cared for. But then on this 50th year, anyone who was living as this indentured servant was released go back to their own house, their own land, and start over. Everyone was to return to their own property, and all of Israel was to observe this year of rest for the land, the restoration for the poor, and to trust in God to provide for them. So there was a partnership in the Jubilee year. God blessed the land and the people, and the people trusted in God and showed mercy to one another and forgiveness to one another. God was reminding the people you were once slaves in Egypt but I delivered you. You were hungry in the desert and I provided for you. Now, release the land from its work and release each other from service and trust me again to bless and provide for you. So now, Jesus said that he was proclaiming the year of the Lord's favor, that that was fulfilled. We don't know if he was actually proclaiming a year of Jubilee, but he was proclaiming God's blessing on the people. He was proclaiming release for the captive, good news for the poor, recovery of sight for the blind, and freedom for the oppressed. And like the year of Jubilee, there was release. Like the year of Jubilee, there was a partnership. And ownership of Jesus' words by the people. If there was going to be release for the captive and freedom for the oppressed, good news for the poor, those things were going to have to be lived out by Jesus' hearers. So, what then was this good news that Jesus was proclaiming to the poor? Well, the good news is God's love and blessing. Not only for those who are obviously blessed, but for those who are poor and marginalized as well, also blessed by God. The good news is God becoming human and living among us and uniting himself to us through Jesus. And the good news is for the life of God's kingdom, which Jesus described in parable after parable, the good news is a job for the jobless. an employer who chooses to pay his workers what they need, even if it seems overly generous. And the good news is Jesus himself who lived among us in his body for 30 years and now lives among us in each of our bodies, continuing to fulfill the good news. Now Jesus also proclaims the good news of relief for all captives and freedom for the oppressed. People are held captive to all sorts of things, are People are held captive to prison and jail. People are also held captive to booze, to poor decisions. People are held captive to low expectations, harsh childhoods. People are held captive to poverty and anger, to resentment and pride. People are held captive by guilt sometimes by success, by anxiety, wealth or fear. the list of things the people are held captive by goes on and on and Jesus came to proclaim release. There was a woman who cheated on her husband and was caught in the act of adultery. Jesus asked if anyone condemned her when he reminded them they could only stone her. If they themselves had committed no sin. Neither do I condemn you, he told the woman. Your faith has made you well, Jesus told the woman who had been suffering for years from the hemorrhage. Jesus told a man who, had, who was blind. Truly, I tell you, today you will be with me in paradise. Jesus told that the dying thief nailed to the cross next to him. Feed my sheep, Jesus said to the guilt-ridden Peter after he was resurrected. Jesus proclaimed release to people held captive by all kinds of things. He released them and he told them that they were God's beloved children. And he releases us from all that we've done wrong and proclaims us to be God's beloved children. And then we get to be the voice of Jesus proclaiming release. We get to be the body of Jesus providing release for people, for whatever whole sins happens. As we saw in Jesus' life, this is often messy work. And that, too, is the good news which Isaiah proclaimed, which Jesus then proclaimed to fulfill. Strive for righteousness Justice and mercy live the ways that Jesus proclaimed, and I will be with you, God promised. And then God became human and was with us. In the very ways that he commanded, God lived with his his people as Jesus, and he got down in the muck with humanity to fulfill all that he proclaimed through Isaiah. That's the good news of the gospel. And then Jesus says there's even more good news. Y'all get to be down in the muck. In each other's lives, too. Now, that's the good news. Y'all get to get down in the muck. As Paul writes in Romans twelve sixteen. Live in harmony with one another. Do not be haughty, but associate with the lowly. And do not claim to be wiser than you are. God fulfilled Isaiah's words by associating with the lowly, by becoming human. And he showed us that associating with the lowly is the way of the good news of his kingdom. And he also showed us who the lowly are. Everyone is lowly in some way. Do not be haughty. Do not claim to be wiser than you are. Everyone is held captive by something. And no one is too good to associate with the lowly the poor, the marginalized, the oppressed. And there is freedom in these words. There is freedom in realizing that we really are all in this thing together, this thing called life. We really are all in this together. There's freedom that we really do all have muck in our lives, that we really are all lowly in some way. There's freedom in fulfilling Isaiah's words in being helpers for one another helping one another in the muck and the dirt of our lives. We were all made from dirt, after all. We were made from the muck of the earth, and we were made to be helpers for one another. For Adam, when God saw that it wasn't good to be alone, what was the good news for Adam? That Eve was made to be his helper. As Jesus' body and Jesus' voice be the good news for each other. We get to be the good news in our personal lives, our private lives, and we get to be the good news in our corporate life with the church. We get to mentor children in schools, some of us through Kids Hope USA, which will begin in a couple weeks at Lenny Rocks. And for the kids that we'll be mentoring, we are the good news. We get to give to others as we have means. We get to give to each other and to those who we know who are in need. And for some, this is going to be giving really big gifts in big ways to those who are really down and out. For some of this, this will be smaller things that we're able to give, but no less big to the person in need. We get to be the good news. We get to be the good news when we cook breakfast on Friday mornings and offer Bible study and prayer. We get to be the good news when we sit and talk with folks who come to eat, and very often they get to be the good news for us. We get to be the good news for young, frightened mothers and mothers to be when we donate to and volunteer with the Women's Pregnancy Center. We get to be the good news that says, you aren't judged, you are loved. Your baby is not a mistake, but a blessing. And you're not raising your child alone, for I am with you. That's the good news that mentors give to these young mothers who come to the pregnancy center. That's good news that we get to be a part of. So how are we all going to be the good news? How are you going to be the good news? How am I going to be the good news? What good news has Jesus brought to you in your life? he brought you that good news. How have Jesus' words been fulfilled, and how, as Jesus, will you fulfill them? For the Spirit of the Lord is upon us, because he has anointed us to bring good news to the poor. He has sent us to proclaim release to the captives and recovery of sight to the blind, to let the oppressed go free, to proclaim the year of the Lord's favor. today this scripture is fulfilled in our hearing. Amen.